the shot for this fall. Um, I think at certain universities where students live and they're in close proximity, uh, vaccines should be required unless you sign some sort of waiver. So if y'all go to any of those schools, it's probably going to be a possibility that you're going to be required to get the shot. So just prepare your mind for it. I know some people who have taken the shot. They really haven't said any bad things about it. Just tired, fatigue, sore, things of that nature. But that's kind of normal for me. I'm not getting it. Um, I never even got the flu shot. So, I mean, I know oh, COVID is kind of different, but. Has any black person really got the flu shot unless it's required? Um. I know a bunch of black people who've gotten a flu shot and then they ended up getting the flu right after. And right. I feel like with now COVID, COVID, the same thing so. is going to happen. Right. Exactly. So, no thank you. But uh, I feel like if you, like you said, if you stay on campus, it might be different circumstances because you are close to people. You're sharing bathroom mm-hmm. with people. You're sharing uh, right. everything. Basically, your whole life with people. So, it might be in your best interest to get it. Or like yeah, you said, sign a waiver and just saying like, if you do get it and something happens, it's not our fault. Right. Because, you know, um, we'd be the first ones pointing the finger like, um, no, got it Can for... we sue? <laughs> yeah, we sue got it vote? from y'all. It's right. the FYI. We got this from y'all. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really just depending on what school you're going to. You might have to get it. You might not. So just prepare get, yourself. <laughs> just get them degrees, whatever you do. Right. Period. <laughs> Period. Uh, <laughs> COVID and sports. Uh, as far as the Cardinals, no beer man or other COVID related changes at Bush Stadium this season. So you um, know, St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis is a weird place because they strict no COVID, but they not. Like yeah. they have they have certain hours, but then they're like, oh, we're gonna lift this and lift that. But then you can go to St. Charles and do whatever the fuck you want. Facts. <laughs> like literally in St. Charles, they don't even make you wear a mask. It's crazy to me. Yeah, it is crazy. I went to uh, one of them places in St. Charles one time. I used with me. We went to Deja Vu. Oh, I, was, I had a moment where I looked around the room and I'm just like, ain't nobody got a mask on in this bitch. And it's pretty packed in here. <laughs> and guess what? Home. We still didn't get COVID. <laughs> right. But speaking of the uh, Bush Stadium and the Cardinals, this season at Bush Stadium, there will be no cries out for cold beer. Get your cold beer here. <laughs> <laughs> The stadium opens Thursday when the Cardinals host the Milwaukee Brewers. It will be the first game, which is already passed, uh, with fans in the stands in just over a year and a half. Many things will be the same, but some things will be different because of the COVID pandemic or the panorama or, you know, the uh, what's the the panda panda bear? (laughs) Whatever you want to call it. You know, they call pandemic anything. JT, I still can't believe she said pandemic and she was dead serious. <laughs> she called it a pandemic. Right. So now everybody okay. gonna be going around saying pandemic. Right. But at Bush Stadium this year, there will be no vendors in the stands, at least for the time being. Fans attending will be strictly limited to 32% of capacity or about 14,500 seats. Seats are available in groups of one to four chairs, and these groups are separated at least six feet away from the other groups. The seats in between these groups have been roped off and cannot be used, said Matt Glifford, the vice president of stadium operations. 
Masks will be required to be worn at all times, except when fans are actively eating or drinking. So, if you don't want to wear a mask, keep a beer or some kind of candy in your mouth at all times. Right. <laughs> but with tickets being That's so limited... That's the way to do it. Right. With tickets being so limited, fans may look to buy tickets early. The home opener is sold out. Though it is possible a limited number of tickets returned by the players may become available. Which, like I said, the home opening already happened, so don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. According to Joe, the vice president of ticket sales, tickets are very limited for weekend series in April and only about a thousand seats remaining for each of the weekend or the, I'm sorry, the weekday games. Uh, the players play the game, but the fans bring the energy, says Strom, which is the vice president of tickets. All right. The actual tickets will be digital this year through concessions will be made for people who do not have smartphones. So if you ain't got no smartphone, I don't know what you're doing at the game because you ain't living in 2021. But anyway, if you ain't got no ticket on your smartphone, you can go to the session. Uh, the tickets will suggest the best gate for entry and will offer tips on the fastest way to the assigned seat. That way, there will be less interaction with staff and less cross-traffic with other fans. It should be faster and easier to get through the gates, too. Upgraded metal detectors that search for the type of metal specifically used in weapons, meaning fans will not have to empty their pockets for keys or cell phones. So it's not like they're trying to make it interesting, but, you know, with COVID, yeah. they still, like I said, St. Louis is a weird place. They they want to open, but they can't open. Like, Georgia right. down here, you can get whatever fuck you want. <laughs> See? And then, you know, it's, ri- it's risk with that, you know. I still, even if they don't require masks, I still wear my mask, bring my mask, and then whenever I'm not eating or drinking, I make sure that I put it on. So, you know, just use your judgment, whatever like, that may be. Not even be funny. I feel like the only people that will have a problem wearing a mask is those that are not of our color. Yeah. Because, you know, true. Black people like I I get in there, you know, I sit with my mask on. I'm gonna eat and drink with it off, but I'm put that bitch back on. Right. This is like we need to protest because what the fuck is a mask? No, for real. Okay. Now yeah, I know we always gotta mix a little good with a little bad. So based off of last week, let's just say within a range of twenty eight hours, there were twelve shootings in St. Louis. Okay. We just gonna give y'all a little quick little rundown. So last week, uh, Monday, two men were killed in Jennings. Um, Joseph Williams, he was inside a car that crashed into a pole near Northcrest Lane in St. Louis and was pronounced dead at the hospital. The other victim by the name of Michael Taylor was found dead in the front of the home in 1800 block of Cold Ridge Drive in Jennings. And that was about 300 feet from that car. Um, Taylor was only 20. And he did live in St. Louis County. And then the other victim, Williams, was 17. So they haven't, at this point, investigators, they haven't provided any motive in the shooting. And then after that shooting, about a half hour later, a man was found dead. After another shooting on Gravois, is it Gravois or Gravois? How do y'all be saying it? 
I this is hella random, but I would just be wanting to know like how people be pronouncing stuff because that's like Illinois. Illinois. I think I'll be saying grab voice. Yeah, I definitely I definitely think St. Louis people add that S on it. But anyways. So police identified that victim that was killed on Gravois Avenue as William Cooper. He was 30. He was fatally shot in the torso and was found next to a car. So police did arrest a 29-year-old man on suspicion for first-degree murder, three counts of first-degree assault, four counts of armed criminal action, and then unlawful use of a weapon for shooting at a motor vehicle. So you was just outside yeah it's starting summer early basically yeah not giving a damn basically so there was those fatal shootings but then there were also some non-fatal shootings on monday one was in west end the other jeff vanderloo neighborhood what is that I've never heard of Jeff, Jeff Vanderloo neighborhood. <laughs> is it Jefferson Vandervander? Like that's what though. I that's what I think of. But how was that the city's West End? Oh uh, well, I guess. Okay, I see what they're saying. So that neighborhood, there was a 25 year old woman who was shot on M right after an argument, and a man was shot in the leg during a drive by shooting. Um, on the block of Maffitt Avenue. Lord Jesus. It's just so much that be going on in St. Louis, but y'all already know that though. But you and that, that was just for Monday. One day. That was that was just for Monday. Okay. Now Tuesday, the first homicide happened about twelve thirty PM on the block of Territory Court near near Castle Point area. They found a shooting scene, but there weren't any victims. And then a few minutes after that, they were called to the mobile gas station on West Florissant and Jennings Station Road in Jennings. And then they found a car occupied by four people. Two of them were shot. Both were taken to the hospital where one of them was pronounced dead. That's crazy. Yeah, it really is. And police, they they said they believed that they were connected but they were still doing some investigation. Later on in the day on Tuesday, about 3 p.m., there was a man shot and killed following a fight in Ferguson on the block of Canfield Drive. The man suffered from a gunshot wound. Doesn't say where, but he was pronounced dead at the hospital. Mm -hmm. It's like reading these news stories, like the bad stuff can be like really depressing. Especially when it comes to like people being shot and killed, it just make you want to stay in the house altogether. Right. That's why I try to stay away from the news. I didn't even watch the news. I was like, what? What? What do you got to offer this positive? Um, now, when everything was going on with like the White House and stuff and the Capitol, I most definitely was tuned in. To now that shit in. was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they should have whooped their ass. <laughs> they yeah. Every single last one of the motherfuckers in that building. <laughs> Exactly. We'll have to get into that on another day, maybe. But <laughs> that whole little situation was just crazy altogether. But yeah, back ain't to, nobody. One person. One. It was. It was probably like thousands of white people. How many got killed at the most? Five. Yeah. Which crazy. is crazy to me. That's it's like 
Yeah, if they was if black, was right, we yeah, already, you already know how they going. would go. <laughs> you already know how they would go if they were black. Exactly. Oh, continuing with the violence, there Damn. was another person that was assaulted in the incident, and they were treated at the hospital for injuries um, with that same Canfield block mm. incident. The police said that there was a shooter and the vic- the shooter and the victim. They knew each other. And they were involved in the argument that escalated to shots fired. Sound like to me a woman and a man arguing, possibly boyfriend, girlfriend. And the fact that it even got to that, yeah, it's time to lead a relationship at that point. Once the first hand gets on, time to get gone. Exactly. (laughs) And then later on in that day, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, man, look. I wish it was less shootings, but hey, that's St. Louis for you. So around like 5:30, there was a man that was fatally shot in the head near Natural Bridge and Newstead Avenue. No other information had been provided for that on his killing. Um, no names have been released, but pretty sad there. And you know what's crazy? I feel like St. Louis be worried about the wrong stuff. Cause like, yeah. it's so much other shit you, they they be worried about that they ain't even worried about all this little shit that be going on. I, it's so many murders that didn't happen that ain't been solved. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. <laughs> I I I don't even know. I I'm just speechless. I have no words. It's so much hate and jealousy in St. Louis. Like literally, what would be your purpose? Like, you would literally let someone get you that upset to where you had to shoot them. Now, I'll see if you was in a situation where you were defending yourself, but for you to just... Okay. Yeah, that makes I no sense to me. Really. Yeah, uh, I'm going to let them um, do them. <laughs> but we did we did get justice out of one situation, though. Um, I know... Everybody, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard of it because it was all over social media when it first happened about the guy and his seven year old daughter being killed in Central West End. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they did catch the man, which is good. And a 28 year old man was arrested on Wednesday of last week in connection to January murder of a local father and seven year old daughter. And what's his name? <laughs> I go by just JQ, but this man name is Javon. <laughs> with two ends. You're right, with two ends. Got to keep that in there. <laughs> He's facing two counts of first degree murder and two counts of armed criminal actions. Officials said Darion Rankin Flemings, 26, and Demaya Flemings, 7, were shot inside a parked car at the 4,000 block of McLean Avenue just after 8 p.m. in Central West End on January 24th. The 26-year-old man died on the scene, and the younger Fleming was taken to the hospital where she later died. The circumstances of the shooting remain unclear. Um, and that's another thing, uh, like we were just saying. Like, what is the motive behind this shit? Like, you killed right. a man and his daughter, but at least like, I caught this. I don't know. We was having... it. Were There were a couple... Facebook statuses where there were a few debates on them, you know, like about his past and he had past affairs that may have caused this and 
some people were arguing like kids should be a no touch zone or you know kids are off limits kids and wives and, and all that yeah and of course you know I was playing devil's advocate and was like the streets don't care if you changed your life if you did something to somebody in the past and they just so happen want to take it out on you now, unfortunately, you don't have no control over that. The streets don't care that you a changed man. The streets don't care that you a family man. The streets do not care that you didn't turn your life around. Right. If you and owe me some money and you ain't got my money, run me my happen. money. <laughs> I ain't gonna forget you. Yeah. Uh, That's when most stuff happens to people when they want to go and change their life around. Like, a lot of death that I've heard of with shooting and most people, they get to the point where they're like, I want to change. I want to, you know, do better for my kids or this and that. Mm -hmm. And people, some people see them doing better and be like, oh, so this nigga think he just gonna come up and get off, you know? Right. Hell no. That's why I said people be hating. Like, instead of you being like, dang, I see he didn't change his life. I see he's doing better. Got a family. Like, let me just go ahead about my business, chunk it up as a loss or whatever the case, and go on about your business. Like, I don't understand. But, you know, of course, I I had got backlash from it playing devil's advocate. I was just trying to let people see. Yeah, I was just trying to let people see, like, the streets don't care. The streets do not care. <laughs> like Facebook will make anything a problem, though. Yeah, you're right. It's, I always be like, I'm sick of Facebook. I'm finna get off Facebook. But, yeah, I always come back to Facebook. But I bet what led to them getting caught, though, when, was when Crime Stoppers announced a reward of $30,000 for the arrest in the case. And then days later, ATF announced it was contributing $10,000 to the effort. So, altogether, it was $40,000 if this man got turned in. I bet you it was somebody he knew. Like, I don't yeah. know this nigga did this. I'm going to come up real quick. Right. You know, okay. <laughs> man, look. And y'all better keep my name protected. See, I, see, me, I would have to pray about that. Should I tell or should I keep my mouth shut? Because... You never know when it can come back. You never know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just never know. Like, somebody could know your exact name and know that you snitched. And now what? Right. Now you you. just like that, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, all in all, we glad that he was caught. We hope that those charges stick because it's really fucked up that you killed this man and his seven-year-old daughter. So now there's a mother, a grandmother, a sister, a niece, a auntie, a uncle that is not going to be able to raise the fucking niece, daughter, granddaughter, all that. Right. You wanna be, right. Exactly. Like, ugh, people are just sick. That's all I'm going to say. You. People, People are sick. And speaking of people being sick, I don't know about y'all. And I don't know about how y'all feel about monkeys. But there is a lady from Missouri 
last Wednesday who was found in contempt of court for violating a settlement agreement with an animal rights group over the care of seven chimps originally from a facility near Festus. So Tanya Haddix now has seven days <laughs> to find a lawyer and strike and to try and strike a deal with the people for the ethical treatment for animals. They, the district judge, Catherine Perry, she found that Haddix had violated a 2020 consent degree. If she fails to do so, if she fails to find a lawyer and strike a deal, she risks a fine of $50 a day until she complies with the agreement. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the agreement? Um, it doesn't say any specifics, but it does say um, she had represented herself in lawsuit. She signed the consent decree with PETA last fall agreeing to send four of the chimps, Tammy, Connor, Candy, and Carrie, to the Center for Great Apes in Wachula, Florida. Three other chimps, Crystal, Michaela, and Tonka, are to stay with Haddix, but in a facility built to specific standards, including a requirement for a full-time chimpanzee caregiver, a part-time maintenance worker, and an experienced volunteers. Yeah, this is really you. weird. If y'all look look this story up, y'all, like this lady is literally kissing these chimps in the mouth. She got bitch. seven of them? Four. I think so she said the, four was supposed to go to Florida and three yeah, so the agreement, So the agreement was for her to send four of them away to Florida. Mm -hmm. Now, the other three, so I guess, yeah, in total, seven. So the other three she can keep them, but it has to be a facility built, you know, to take care of them. So, Jerry Goodman, well, not now, he is a lawyer for PETA. He told her, had, he told the judge, the circuit court judge, Perry, in court that Haddix had compiled complied with none or virtually none of her obligations and has sent misleading progress reports about the work she's done. So basically she's giving them a runaround about what she's going to do or what she's supposed to do. Right. And the crazy thing is I've, I've, I've always wanted a pet uh, monkey. Don't get me wrong. But I ain't going to have seven of them bitches. I'm scared to get one. <laughs> Not no chimp though. Yeah, yeah, uh, nah, chimpanzees get big. Yeah, a little small. Every time I think of a chip, a chimp, a pet chimp, I think of Dor Darwin. Is it not Darwin? Uh, the Do wild thornberry. What the fuck Steve is Steve Darwin. You know, I'm talking about the wild thornberry that had that fucking chimp. Ow. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I, I always think of that. It. But who the fuck wants to raise seven chimps? Someone who loves chimps. I guess it's like. Why would people have seven dogs or four dogs? People that love dogs. And I didn't look at I know she gotta be white. I just know she gotta be white. Oh yeah. And she's yeah, she's definitely white. Same. I mean, but either way, there's a picture of her kissing this chimp in the mouth. <laughs> I don't care if it was a baby chimp. I don't care. Like but she got kids. <laughs> like where are the kids? I, yeah, I don't think that information has been disclosed, but also what 
they did say was she had broke down in court at one point sobbing <laughs> because they insisted that she well I won't say they insisted she had started crying because she insisted that she had never failed to take care of those chimps which she compared to her own children y'all know how I mean if you have pets I'll say that your pets are like your kids right my dog trio that's my son. Everybody know that's my son. Everybody know I treat him like like my real son. But I'm not kicking him in the mouth. <laughs> I can't with Lido. That's good enough. Seven. I can have seven dogs. Let alone yeah. seven monkeys. That's that's too that's too many dogs. Those are seven different dogs that I have to train. Like that's just too much. She even she even said that she's estimated she spent at least $500,000 on the lawsuit I and hear. chimp care and got involved to help the Connie Brown Casey of the Missouri Primate Foundation when Casey was unable to care for them. So she didn't spend a lot of money. So she loves it's, these chimps, y'all. Is she... I'm just trying to understand. Hold on. <laughs> I can't even think of the questions I want to ask. Because what? Seven. I, I understand having one, maybe two. I'll give her three. But seven? Like, yeah. I don't know. Let's, I, I don't, don't know. know. I guess just her love is really strong for her chimpanzee. Chimpanzees. Because <laughs> yeah, sick. Listen. I can do it. She, I'm, just still, <laughs> I'm just still stuck on she's kissing this chimp in the mouth. She look like the little she sound like the little old lady who lives in a shoe. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh-uh. Well <laughs> I guess all right. animals need I guess everybody needs love. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Including the animals. Mm-mm. Everybody need love. But who I will say is fuck the police. Well, not all police, but fuck the police. Because, now, once again, in fucking Minneapolis, how the fuck is a police officer mistaking their gun for another fucking taser? Like, <sighs> look, don't even get me, time. like, don't get me started. On April 11th, I'm pretty sure everybody knows. Um, Dante Demetrius Wright, a 20-year-old African-American male, was fatally shot by police officer Kim Potter during a traffic stop. So I haven't really read the whole story, so I can't speak too much on it. I was talking to my uh, guy mom, and she was telling me as she was reading it that he got stopped mm-hmm. over an air freshener that was in his car. But I guess mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, you can't have hanging air fresheners, which, what the fuck are they made for if I can't use them? Wait, you can't have what? Hanging air fresh. Like, you know how you be having them trees hanging in your uh, on your uh, mirror in your car? Yeah. I guess it's... What? A rule, or maybe her rule. That's the reason why he got stopped, because he had one hanging. Oh, wow. And, yeah, from there... That's a he, thing? <laughs> so she stopped him, he got out the car, whatever. He went back to his car. Oh, this is why I heard. Like I said, I haven't read the full story because right, right. so much depression shit going on nine days. You don't even want to yeah, keep up. It really is. But um, he went back to his car. That's when she she claims she pulled out her um 
tape. She thought she put out her taser and was trying to shoot him with the taser, but shot him with the gun. The question is, how many times did she shoot him? Because if she shot him more than once, how do you think that's your taser? You only shoot yeah. a taser once. That that literally doesn't make any sense to me. And thankfully, just getting updates about the story, she actually was charged this morning with the shooting of Dante Wright. She was arrested and charged with second degree manslaughter. But like manslaughter? She needs to lose her job. She needs to go to jail. Oh yeah, she's already lost her job. She's in jail. <laughs> she has on her suit, her jail suit. She got on her uniform. She in that orange suit, and she looked pretty pissed off. But guess what? That's what you get for making poor decisions. Just I'm as simple as that. When you gonna get past the point of police saying, "Oh, I thought it was," my... I haven't heard that story so many times. I thought I was pulling out my taser. And I don't get that because, first of all, you know what side your gun is on versus your taser. You know how heavy your gun and taser is. Like, and you should have the, he was not endangering you in any way to where you had to make a split second decision right. to where you don't know what you grab. You should look and be like, oh, this is my gun. He was simply walking back to his car. Yeah, I yeah, I'm just gonna say they. I ain't gonna say they, but some police officers really have a funny way of showing that they care for the community and they care about our protection and our safety. They just know they be getting, they be getting away with that shit, so they try to get away with it as much as possible. Yeah, and while we're on the topic of police officers wrongfully killing I don't know if you heard about um, what happened in Virginia when the police officer um, pulled over the black military officer and had pepper sprayed him so okay here's what happened this was actually a traffic stop back in December I'm not sure why this is surfacing now but it was a traffic stop back in December of a black U.S. Army officer. So now they're saying that the um, there were two Virginia police officers. In the video, it showed um, Second Lieutenant, and excuse me if I'm pronouncing this name wrong, Second Lieutenant Karan Nazario, he was the one pepper sprayed. So he was the one that was in his car. He was pepper sprayed. He was forcefully removed from his vehicle and put to the ground. So I saw the video and the video obviously is going viral. Like you could hear him in the video saying as he's asking him, okay, get out the car. He's like, no, I'm scared to get out the car. He was like, as you should be. Of what? course you should be scared. You haven't seen that video? I told you I have not tried to watch anything related Look, to I mean, craziness. I mean, I've just seen it. You know, scrolling on Instagram, Shade Room. Like, the officer literally said, I'm going to quote this. Nazario, who is a second lieutenant, he was in the car. He said, I'm honestly afraid to get out. 
One of the police officers said, yeah, you should be. That's crazy. Like, what? Excuse me? So Thankfully, my- he did. So he did sue them. As he should. He sued them. And then one of the officers, they were actually fired. And we're just waiting to hear what they're going to do. It's still under investigation. So my question here is to the white people. Are you back in the police or are you back in the country? Because, you know, y'all always have those, those, um, you know how white people are. They back in the blues. Or if something's going on with the military, we're back in our military. So you want to tell right now? You got to choose one. Right. So which one is it? Because he's second lieutenant, army second lieutenant, Karan Nazario. So <laughs> he has definitely served the country, and y'all it's all about be, the country, right? There's gonna be a lot of I'm racist stuff saying. going on, right? Like, we about to see who the true racist is right now. Yeah. On that that note. <laughs> On that note, we gonna cut that right there. Right. So we'll be back to y'all after this commercial break. All right. We so back. We back. <laughs> All right. So this time we're gonna do something a little different. You know, we usually give a subject for our fans to come in and you know give an opinion, do an interview, or ask some questions. But this yeah. time, we got some questions that we're gonna answer for y'all. Okay. So, okay. We're gonna start this off by asking questions. Then one's gonna answer and the other's gonna come after and answer it also. So I'm gonna start with the first question. First okay, question I'm ready. Is, you ready? I'm ready. Because the first question is what are some random fun facts about you? Oh gosh, what are some random fun facts about Jazzy Faye? Okay. Some random fun facts about Jazzy Faye. Let's see. I have twenty three tattoos. You wouldn't really be able to tell because a lot of my tattoos are smaller and are, are a little hidden. Um, but they there. Let's see another fun fact. I like to hike, which you don't really see too many black people hiking. So I feel like that's a fun fact. Um, what are some random fun facts? Like, I don't know. I'm pretty boring, I would say. <laughs> That's a fun um, fact, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty... Um, People might not find this fun, but I'm a hookah head. Like, <laughs> I love hookah. I'm going to die with hookah tonight. Right. But I love hookah. I At first, I had started, like, obviously smoking hookah with tobacco in it, but then I discovered that they have nicotine-free and that just made me jump on hookah more. But yeah, I love hookah. That's random. I don't know. Some people might find it fun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is calming. Yeah. Hookah is definitely calming. Y'all already know. Anytime it's some hookah involved, Jazzy Faye is gonna be there. But I don't know. Okay. Like I really I'm I'm a I'm not I'm fun, but <laughs> to come up with some random fun facts about me outside of those things, like I really don't do stuff crazy or out of the ordinary. True, what about true. you? I need mm. some fun. We need we need some fun facts about you. 
one, oh, not say one, I guess it's all tied into one. A random fun fact about me. I, I kind of almost, in a way, if you look at it sideways, <laughs> consider really? myself, I probably can do it. So, let's see. I know how to cook. Give me an example. <laughs> Not you cook, cook, but don't, don't clean. Cook. No, I, was, I was going off of Cardi. <laughs> but, uh, wow. Cook, I can do photography, can do video, can do audio, graphics, let's see, dance. I can hit a couple notes. You know, I can consider myself like a, a legend in the singing. But Let, me hear, Let me hear some. Let me hear some. Never mind. On another day, y'all. On another day. Right, right, right. You might have heard it on the past episode when we first came in. Just goofing around as we always do. Right. Let's see. I'm an excellent drinker, you know, can hold my, well, except for that one night. That was yeah, my birthday, hold though, up, so no. Hold up, yeah. <laughs> Let's tell the truth now. We're going to be stating some fun facts. Let's be honest. As that well. was my birthday, and they had me mixing liquor since the beginning of the morning, so they don't count. Look, hey, saw, he was turning 30. How else are you supposed to do it? I started out drinking vodka at the end of the night on Duce. Tequila was somewhere in between, so, you know, that's First how they of why would you even drink in vodka? But, you know, that's neither here nor there. It was not by choice. I woke up and they was handing me shots of Tito's. I don't even drink. If I drank vodka, I don't even think it would be Tito's. I don't know what it would be because I don't drink vodka. I like me some Tito's. When, no, when... Tito's is real smooth, but uh, <laughs> I don't know other vodka though, so I guess it would be Tito's. Yeah, Tito's and lemonade. Hmm. That's a quick Maybe little go-to. But the only thing I don't, I don't like about drinking light is I feel like I wake up the next morning feeling sluggish. Mm, yeah. About that. So, yeah. That's but, why uh, but the do say, keep it coming. Hennessy makes yeah. me a little angry. I tell, the, I tell anybody that I got a, anybody I got a problem with that's with me that night, if I drink a Hennessy, you're going to know <laughs> exactly how I feel about it. Oh, Lord. Yeah, we don't need that happening. We don't mm-hmm. need nobody fighting. There ain't no fight. You know what? Let me talk to you real quick. So I got something to right. say. This is what it is. Right. <laughs> uh, any other fun facts mm. about you? Or are you boring like me too? <laughs> Since I moved to Atlanta, I, 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 everybody say I go out. I don't go out as much as I did in St. Louis, I should say. Please. Mm. You sure about that? Now, this month of March, that's different. But before March... <laughs> You know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, true. You're right. I look, I give you an excuse because I feel the same way. Like March is our birthday month, so you already know, even though you ain't no Pisces like me, but <laughs> I turned up the entire March. Aries out here. Pisces. But yeah, I'm just saying it, I feel like I am bored. I don't do too much. I okay, go to work, okay, go home, okay. work on business stuff. I own a pickle business now. <laughs> hey, and it's super lit, y'all. The pickles, pickles are off the chain, okay? Fire. Hey, get them while you can. They're going hot. <laughs> fire, fire. All yeah, right, let's see. The next question. Okay, this is a good one. What's something you want to learn or wish you were better at? That is a good one. These questions are like some. I feel like you have to ponder on. Let me think. Yeah. Uh, what is something you want to learn or wish you were better at? 
I would okay. It sounds weird, and this is a different approach to the question. Mm-hmm. I need to get better at saying no. Okay, that's that's still something that you want to learn, or you wish you were better at doing. Right. Because now I, I got to it. I'm like, hell no, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> but I still be like, in my mind, I'll be like, and shit, was that mean to me? Should I have said it like that? You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good enough. Um, I feel like for me, I'm going to actually give two answers to this, okay? One thing that I want to learn how to do is play the saxophone. I don't know if y'all my friend on social media. I literally for like the past month have been saying I am about to go buy a saxophone and learn how to play the saxophone. That's literally like my favorite instrument. Yeah, that would be dope. Out of all instruments, like I absolutely love the saxophone. And what's crazy is, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but my close friends, close friends know. I used to play the clarinet. I used to play the flute. Like, I have an instrument background, but I don't know what it is about the sax that just does something to my soul. I listen to jazz music every morning, every night, every day, in the car, in the bed, while I'm working. Like, I absolutely love jazz music. And I'm going to learn how to play the saxophone. I'm going to buy me a saxophone this weekend. And I promise y'all, I'm going to learn how to play and I'm going to be one of the greatest saxophone players that then came out of St. Louis. Mark my words. Mark this day. Hey. What's today's date? April the 14th at 7.57 p.m. Central Standard Time. Jazzy Faye says she's going to learn how to play the saxophone. And, be, and she's going to be, be somebody's dope Somebody's background, somebody's band, and somebody's band on tour. Period. <laughs> so that's one thing that I want to learn. I can't one remember thing, yeah, true. One one thing that I wish I was better at, I would say I wish I was better at communicating my feelings to people. Um, and not saying that I don't know how to communicate my feelings to people, but how I do it, I feel like. I could have a better approach of doing it. Kind of like, like I was saying. You yeah, like so kind of like how done. you were saying, like, instead of being like, hell no, nah, just be like, no. And I mean, like, instead of me saying, well, be this how I feel. I know you did this. And nice about my approach, if that makes sense. Like, not being so rude if I feel some type of way about something, just being more understanding of the situation, I would say that's something that I wish I was better at. I understand. And it's I'm, it's weird because I feel like we was raised tough. So that's what we have yeah. in us. But like yeah. this, today the, the word is so sensitive that you be like, oh, did I, you know, did I say that too wrong? Like, I feel like growing up, my mama, family, anybody, friends, you just, you know, say how they feel. It's done, it's done. You get over it, you keep going. But now yeah, it's like, oh, I hurt your feelings. Oh. <laughs> Dang, like, like. My bad. Wow. <laughs> like, right, right. 
I ain't gonna say sorry. Well, I don't wanna say I don't wanna say sorry, but it's like that's how I feel. So you should know how I feel. Like you're supposed to work past. You're supposed to say how you feel to work past. If if don't nobody know how you feel, then how you gonna know it's a problem and work past? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You're right. You have a point. No so debate there. <laughs> so I think that's what it is. I think we was raised tougher than what the generation. The what I want to say the generation. The world now is producing. Yeah, I mean, I know I most definitely was. I'm the only girl in my family. Well, I'll say the family that, the household that I was raised in. I'm the only girl. I have all brothers. All my siblings are boys. So, you know, the environment was a little different. So My cousins have me wrestling dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. Dead ass. Oh, like, I used to wrestle dogs when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't... That's a random fun fact. Right. Wrestle dogs as a kid. You may want to put that on your resume, buddy. I'm dead. Not going no. to bull, bull wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're like, oh, he has experience. Great. You're hired. I feel actually the fun, fun, even more of a fun fact. We have a, a Prince of Canaria dog. That's a big ass dog. I don't know if he, I, you met you seen Tyson before at my mama house. No, I most definitely haven't. I don't think so. You probably haven't because he always he's super big. But every time I come home, Tyson wants to wrestle. Like he only wants to wrestle me, and I'd be like, "Why?" Because <laughs> I always give him a show though. Right. Nigga be in the head. You know lot. why? He'd be like, <laughs> "Nigga be in the head lot with me." <laughs> you know why? Because you was raised. That nigga so big though. He uh he hopped over the fence like. Three weeks ago and bit the male lady. But that's because she was playing with him. He don't like, you know, he don't like new people. For, well, he, I won't say he don't like new people. He don't like new people when ain't nobody that he knows around. Wait, hold up. You just gonna zoom past it like you didn't just say that your dog <laughs> bit the male lady. And what you mean she was playing with him? That's what I'm, about, what I'm trying to figure out. You know, mom, oh, I put cameras on my mama house. So it right. shows her. So Tyson's always in the backyard, but it's a fence, like halfway from the, halfway in the middle of the house that goes to the backyard. Right. So instead of going to the mailbox, dropping off the mail as she should, she went to the fence, tried to you know touch him and all that. Now that's a big ass dog. He jumped over a fence on her ass. I've ne- I only seen him jump over a fence or try to once, and that's when I was about to leave to come back to Atlanta, and I was telling him bye. He tried to jump over the fence and knock my phone out of my hand, but he ended up knocking himself back over the fence. <laughs> Wait a minute. So your yeah. dog beat this male... Where did the dog bite the male lady? I, they said... It was, I didn't see the, everything, but they said she, he, she got bit pretty good. Dang. Right. Right. Stop being friendly. All right. So we got enough of that question. The next question. <laughs> which we both can elaborate on because I already know you and I know me. Look. What's something that bugs you? Ooh. What's something that bugs me? Okay. <laughs> which I'm sure a lot of people do you know I do it sometimes now. I'm going to say it bugs me when this is like a they go to for how they act to something. I absolutely hate when people blame 
they astrology sign on how they Ooh. are behaving. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> first of all, let me just tell y'all this. Okay, now I will say this. When people be like, ooh, Pisces are sensitive or um, Pisces, you can run over a Pisces or whatever the case may be. Something like that is cool. But when y'all be like, ugh, I don't I don't like females or I don't like a bunch of people. Um, yeah, it's because I'm a Scorpio or it's because I'm a Taurus. I absolutely hate that. Like, stop blaming everything on y'all, y'all astrology, on y'all zodiac sign. Like, just because you were Aries or just because you a water sign does not mean your actions to speak that way. Exactly. I... Now, like I just said, sometimes I will use that, but I'm talking about it bugs me when people, like, every single thing they do, every action that they make, you quick to cut somebody off. Ah, that's because I'm a Scorpio. Girl, no. That ain't because that. It's just because right. you cut people off quick. Just as simple you as that. You got the problems like, you need to work on. Yeah, that. That annoys me, especially when it comes to like relationships and friendships. Like, just cut it out, please. Stop, please. Not that's, for real. that's like that's one of the big things that bugs me. No, I can say though with astrology, I have seen similarities in people who are the same sign. So I'd be like, oh, I can expect this from you because I've already dealt with this before. Mm, yeah, but. Like you said, you can't just blame it because, oh, I'm a, I'm an Aries. This is how I act. I ain't going to change right. it. No. If you got some problems going on, that's within you. Like, everybody can change the way they act, you know? Exactly. Like, they want to. But, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying, though. Like, every every sign kind of does have their own similarities, but it's up to you how you act towards I don't... Else. I... No. I think... Over the years, we have been programmed to think that we have similarities just based off of our zodiac sign. No, we just have similarities because we're both human, and this is what we are. This is how we are. Right, true. So, yeah, that's my thought on that. Now, if y'all see me make a motherfucking status about me being a Pisces, Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me that day. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was the zodiac sign speaking. I'm good. But let me see. What's something that bugs me? Actually, it's funny because um I have five. No, I have four siblings. It's five of us. But my sister, so I'm gonna have to explain it to explain what I mean. My sister's 36. I'm 30. Mm-hmm. My brother under me is 24, then it's 22 and uh 19. So me and my sister were by ourselves because we have a six-year difference. So we were like kind of like the only child, if you want to say she, you know, she's a girl, she's a I'm a boy. We'd be uh, you know, doing our own thing. Right. Our own separate shit and all that. So in a way, I feel like I'm my only child. My sister is just like this too, though. We both hate when someone touches our stuff. Yeah. Like we know where we put everything exactly. And we can we have like a photographic memory, like, okay, I said this right here. 
to that record. Right. It might not look organized, but in our mind, it's organized. So when something's out of place, it just drives us crazy. Because like we both were like, well, I know I put this right here. Like You can't tell me I didn't put this right here. And True. It, it, a lot of people I meet think I'm my only child because of the way I act. But it's because I've had so much separation between ages on both sides mm-hmm. that I got all the attention for that long. And like, even like with my mom, I got that attention, but my grandfather specifically, because he sport, my grandfather sport me and my sister so crazy that like now, even today, we just like, wherever we want, we're going to get it regardless. Right. So that's what I think it is. Like, I, that's something that bugs me. Like, if I sit it right here, I know it's right here. Don't yeah. think I don't know it's right here. Yeah, I most definitely feel you on that, especially having siblings. Now, I would say my they didn't really touch my stuff. Now, one thing that absolutely bothers me is when somebody eat my food in a refrigerator. Because <laughs> then you know you ain't buying. My mom would do that all the time. Like, <laughs> I can replace it. It's not the point. It was right there right, right. now. I want it right now. Like, it's not the point. When I say it got so bad to a point where in my family, we started writing on our like to-go boxes like, do not eat. Jasmine food. <laughs> I it even got to a point where I was like, "Do not touch." How about that? It ain't even <laughs> Who about drank my Don't even touch juice. the box. <laughs> Who drank my goddamn apple juice? Right. No, do not eat my food. Like you know, it's not yours. The least you can do is be like, "Hey, this your food in this box. Do you want it? Can I have it?" But no, it there has been times where I have literally come home, where I have literally came home. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get home. I'm finna bash that that I had from. Mm, mm, mm. And I get there and be like, where the hell my food at? Who the fuck wanna fight? <laughs> right. Where the hell my food? Who ate my motherfucking food? Where my food at? And the, the excuse that, that I would get, the excuse that I would get would be, oh, I didn't know it was yours. Well, you knew it, it was wasn't yours. yours, right? So that that goes back to the part of not being able to say no. Like if you ask more than like I'm like, okay, you can have it, you know. Or we can split it. <laughs> so just ask. Yeah, but definitely I have five siblings and my brother <laughs> I guess I get so petty to the point where my brother had on my flip flops one day. It didn't say nothing about it because that's my brother. Right. He was complaining one day because our cousin had on his flip flops. <laughs> I said, well, nigga, you was wearing mine, so what the fuck did you complain about? Well, see, really, and you messed up for you messed up for putting him on front street because y'all siblings. Right, that's what he said. Well, nigga, I'm your brother. What you mean? Right. <laughs> I would have said the same thing. Like, what you mean? I'm your brother. Shoot. The hell? That's hilarious. For, for the longest, I didn't know that you had siblings. Right, exactly, because I don't act like it. <laughs> I still ain't never met none of your siblings. You were my sister for my birthday. Well, you probably admitted because you was in and out. Oh, uh, no. My sister yeah, was below her Real thick. Maybe, may but, you know, we were intoxicated, so. Inebriated to the max. Yeah, that part. <laughs> mm, I'm trying to see what else bugged me. I don't think, mm, I mean, obviously the 
lying, the habitual lying drives me insane. Like, what's the purpose of lying? Just tell the truth. True, true. But it's like instead of like true, now nah, people say we're like true. He'd be like, true TV. I'd be like, nigga, what? <laughs> See, that would annoy me. <laughs> no, seriously. That would annoy me. True, True TV. TV. I like, I'll just stop and start like, okay. What's that uh, Waka Flocka mean? Or GIF? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now that I said GIF, thank you. Um, it, Another pet peeve is when people say GIF. Yeah. It is not GIF. It's Jeff. <laughs> Pronounce it right. Oh shit! Hold on, I'm thinking of a word. It starts. This is recent too. This is about the last couple three years. Salmon. I don't know why I hate that word. <laughs> How you say it? Salmon. Salmon. <laughs> the L is silent. <laughs> yes, cause I'm like, what is salmon? Salmonella? Like what? <laughs> you don't like salmon? No, no, no. When people say salmon. Oh. So you pronounce it as salmon? I mean, hold on. I said it backwards. Salmon. <laughs> when people say that, I be like. No, the elves is not there. <laughs> right. It's most definitely salmon. <laughs> get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. Oh, okay. So let's go ahead and get to the next question. Is this- okay. This is a good okay. one. What's the most embarrassing thing you can remember that's happened to you? My life. No. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but uh, I think it must have been as I was a kid, I was clumsy as fuck. So niggas used to just trip for no reason. Like there could be nothing there. <laughs> I could just trip. One day, oh my gosh. we're all so you know how elementary when a bus pull up, everybody just getting off the bus to walk into the school. I'm walking one day, everybody it's like a crowd of people because like all the buses just came at the same time or whatever. So I'm mm-hmm. walking. And out of nowhere, like usually if I trip, I catch myself. This time I trip, fell like flat on my face in front of everybody, oh my in God. front of the door of the school. <laughs> I would never forget that. I'm like, what how? In the world? How can I? Yeah, this is horrible. I need to uh, <laughs> transfer school. Give me a new school, new identity, all that. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um yeah. Anything falling related, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, I'm really fall. trying to. Yeah. Niggas fall, niggas fall, and they get up and look like, did anybody see that? <laughs> right. Okay, nobody saw that. We good. <laughs> Actually, it happened to me two days, like uh, not two days ago, last two weekends ago. Um, we're at work, so I I was working, I was unloading pallets from a truck. And it just so happened that I was parked with the back of the truck facing downhill so everything, you know, can come full force without, you know, you don't got to push it in. Mm-hmm. So I'm unloading this truck. I'm trying to get the uh, pallet out of the truck. 
and I'm pulling it, and it just like gets to the point to where I can't control. So I try to stop it. I'm at the edge of the truck. The pallet ends up hitting me in the chest and knocking me off the edge of the fucking truck. But luckily, I caught that shit. Like I right. was on my feet. <laughs> but I looked around. I'm like, anybody saw that? Only one person saw that, and I'm like, good. <laughs> Don't that be a relief? Like when something happens and you get up and look around and be like, okay. We good. If, if I didn't have good legs, I would have been on the ground. <laughs> Probably head busted in smoke. Okay. Nah, for real. I'm trying to think. What's the most embarrassing thing you can remember that's happened to you? I straight cannot think of something embarrassing that has happened to me that I can legit laugh about right now. Uh, let me see. Oof. That, mm. Just, oh, okay. I got one. Uh, this was a little minute ago, but, you know, being a female and stuff, of course, obviously, we gonna get periods. And <laughs> this was my period first started. I can remember like it was yesterday. I don't remember what grade I was in. But I just remember that I was in middle school and we were at gym, I believe. Yeah, it was gym time. And in gym, you know, we all changed or whatever. And I had on some white gym shorts. I don't know why. I don't even like white stuff. I don't wear shit white. But I had on some white gym shorts. And... My white gym shorts. Yeah. Was playing around. Okay. Pause. Cut this whole story out. I don't even want to talk about that. This whole little part. Cut that out. I'm trying to really think of something embarrassing. (laughs) That has happened to me. We had an hour and 12 anyway. So if you don't got nothing to do. I can't even think. My life's been great. Yeah, okay. The story I wanted to tell, I really can't say on, on, on online, but yeah. So I ain't gotta... I'm try, I'm really trying to think like one of the most embarrassing things that has happened to me. Tell another embarrassing story that's happened to you and I'm gonna keep thinking. <laughs> Shit, I can't do that. <laughs> no, dang. <laughs> then I say, oh, you can just play it off and we'll just keep going. Cause, uh, okay. Yeah, okay, all right. So, after you answer yours and we finish talking about that, you can cut that out. All right. Okay. All right, three, you're just going to be like, I couldn't even think of nothing embarrassing. Okay, all right, all right. three, two, one, I'll say that. All right. Three, uh, three. two. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like, he going to count? Or? I know, I was supposed to count. Okay, I got it, I got it. Alright, three, two, one. Uh, most embarrassing thing. Uh, I really can't think of the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me. Well, I got a story, but I don't Two know. to put it's, all the ears. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still kind of embarrassing, but it's like I can laugh about it now. 
because I know what really happened in the story. But yeah, I will not be sharing that information over. <laughs> no. Definitely understand it. Yeah, definitely not saying that. But thinking about it, it's most definitely funny. And I most definitely can talk about it in person now without feeling some kind of way or getting upset about it. So yeah, we ain't gonna show that, but I've had a most embarrassing moment. Y'all just don't know unless you know me. <laughs> hey. All right. With that being said, the next question is <laughs> What's your favorite place on earth? What? Okay. My favorite place on earth. That's that's like so is this kind of like a like what's my happy place or like that's what I'm thinking. Oh the question What's my favorite place to go? Hmm. Okay. Well I'll go with this. I would say my favorite place on earth <laughs> is in my bed. <laughs> no. That was legit going to be my same answer. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give two answers, but that was going to be my legit first answer. Because uh, where else would you want to go besides your bed? <laughs> yeah, nah, for real. Like, I ain't got the best bed right now, but I absolutely like being in my bed. Like, Legit, but now nah, if you can't go to your bed, then where can you go? <laughs> okay, right, like exactly, but no, nah, for real. Okay, I'm gonna give y'all a real answer because I feel like that's just so like really your bed <laughs> boring. Well, I would say my favorite place or my second favorite place. Um, <laughs> I actually love. I won't say love, but if you live in St. Louis, you've heard of the riverfront, riverfront, obviously. But I actually really like going to the riverfront, standing in front of like the Mississippi River and just smoking a bleezy. Like, I don't know, it's so relaxing. You could just see the water, see the boats in the water. Whatever the case, it's just really calming, even though it's not the prettiest water to look at. But it's just real relaxing, real calming. Like just going out there, sitting in front of the water, whether in your car or standing and smoking. You know what's crazy? You got my second answer too. <laughs> oh say, my God. I was like, no, but I was going to say the beach because I was going to say it's crazy. Like I like to, you know. Looking out in the ocean, you be like, it's so much shit out there that we don't even mm-hmm. fucking know about. Especially when you smoking, you smoking, you like to think. Yes. Think and harder. I, let's say that. Yes. Think harder because I'll be thinking when I ain't smoking. So let's just make that very clear. We're very smart individuals. <laughs> right. But yeah, I literally was gonna say that as my second because I'm like, like if I go to the beach, I just like to smoke and I just be looking out like, what the fuck is that? Like one time we was I was in Daytona. Well, my little brother, I took him to the beach for the first time uh, in December. Was it December? Yeah. So uh, we was just looking out. We was eating breakfast on the uh, on the beach and eating, looking out. And he was just like, it was just one boat that just kept going and going. He was like, I wonder how far they go. I'm like, it goes to a whole different side of the world. You don't even know. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy how, like, so much water is on the earth. And it's just common. Yeah. Like, you, it just relaxes you. Like, you get to breathe. It you really is. 
And it's crazy, like, it wasn't, that wasn't designed to do that. I don't yeah. think, I don't, those beaches, large bodies of water, they were not designed to calm us and make us feel relaxed. It had a specific purpose, but it just so happened how one thing can have a purpose and then as you are growing and, you know, you're human, you're getting older, you realize those same things serve more than one purpose. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. I love the beach. I'm trying to... It's still to... upsetting me and my homegirls that we can't choose the bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah. But nah, the beach... Yeah, I want to get to it. I know what you're about to say. I want to get to the beach quick soon, too. Yeah. Fast. Like... I don't know. We can find somewhere. Miami. I don't even, no, I don't even want to go nowhere. The, the beaches are crowded. I want to go yeah. to like... Like South Carolina. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Somewhere where it's quiet, relaxing. Like, yeah, it's cool to turn up and go out. Miami Beach, I feel like Miami is just so overrated. Right. Spend so like, much money to do nothing. Man, it's straight crazy. Like, I don't know. I'm going to go to Miami one day, but today... Ain't this today. month, next month, ain't the day. <laughs> How about that? Definitely understand that. That is dope, though. We definitely had the same answer. Cause I was just going, yeah. Definitely my first answer was going to be the bed and my favorite <laughs> was the water. That is so crazy. <laughs> that is hilarious. Hey. Okay. Next question. Last question. The last question is what some what is something you're proud of? I was like, which let me give you, hold on, let me give you like a little disclaimer. Um, put your humility to the side. Name something that you're like, you're proud of, like you can brag about this. Okay, 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 okay. So, well, I don't know, I feel like you might be in the same realm, but I just want to say life because, like, where I came from, I, w- I stayed on the west side of St. Louis in the city, living with my grandfather because my family, well, not my family, my people abused drugs. So my grandfather had to adopt us because we were taken away. I don't even talk about this a lot, which is crazy. But right. uh, <laughs> So from there, you know, I just always knew I didn't want to stay in the hood because every time I see somebody from the hood, they either on drugs in jail or dead. So I'm like, I know I want better than this. So I didn't work. And work and work. Look at me. I'm in a whole new city, driving the car that I chose. It ain't, it ain't uh something they pick for me. Period. Making a lot of money, you know, building up a career. So that's that's accomplishment to me. Like, sure is. It's short and simple, but it's a big statement. Like, I, mm-hmm. the crazy thing is, I want to give back. My overall goals. I, I, of course, I want to do acting. I don't know if I right. Yeah, I know this, but I want to do acting. I know this. But, but my overall goal is to give back to the community where I came from, uh, to get the kids, because it's still going on nowadays. Like Even though I got out, it's a lot of people who don't get out. So I want to go right. back let them know, hey, you can do whatever what you want to do. Like, whatever your mindset to, let's, let, I want to plan with you to get there. So I want to go back and get to the kids, bring them up, be a mentor. Like, have somebody to look to, 
to guide to mm-hmm. for them to look up to me. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So that's my overall goal is to you know make sure the look is good because they are the future. And like I don't want to say it's it's crazy. A lot of parents that's in the city or in those situations nowadays don't see better for themselves, so they don't reflect it on their kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's one of my one my goals for one day is to start a. I used to have a community center that was down the street from my house. I think they helped me a lot because we had a lot of mentors there helping mm-hmm. us. So I, yeah. a lot of community centers are gone nowadays. We had a program called Lovingary where it was strictly we would go to the meetings, we would plan fundraisers, we would plan field trips. They were just like mentors helping us see better in life. So I want to do the exact same thing. That's what's up. And yeah, that's one of my, that's my accomplishments slash goals because I didn't want to do right. it. That's fine. Look, we can tell it all. But I would say for me, one something that I'm proud of, I mean, kind of along the same lines as you, like, I wasn't right. I mean, my neighborhood wasn't, you know, the best. I made the best of it. But I would say something that I'm really proud of, which may seem like a typical answer, but I'm going to give y'all my explanation behind it, okay? I would say the one thing that I feel like I'm proud of myself is graduating from college. And I got two degrees. Hold up. I got two degrees. Period. Just just throwing it out there. (laughs) Two of them. But anyways, I'm going to say that graduating college probably is one of the biggest things that I'm proud of myself about. And I say that because growing up in high school, like as a kid in middle school and high school, I always was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to college and I'm a graduate and I'm gonna be a lawyer and da 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 da. And when I got to college, like, yeah, first of all, the college that I went to was not the college I was supposed to be going to. I had my whole four-year plan set up. My freshman year, I went to Mobab. Literally, last minute called the track coach and was like this is my time can you give me a scholarship literally the next day I was signing a contract for a scholarship a track scholarship I was originally accepted into Clark Atlanta so I would have been down there in Atlanta right, where you really? now. <laughs> right. I originally was accepted into Clark Atlanta but I got scared because I was moving so far away from my family I didn't want to do that. I was 18. Like, this is going to be my first time out of my parents' home. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So I went the easier route, whatever. Freshman year, went to Mobile. After that, went to UMSO is where I graduated. And I say that graduating from college is because when I got to UMSO, I I knew what career path I wanted to take. But I changed it because it got so hard, y'all. Like, I was a business major, and those business classes are not easy. I don't, look, you got to actually do some work, okay, in college. And, yeah, sometimes I felt like college was a waste of time. 
college was a waste of money. I did waste a lot of money in college, but I feel like the experience of college is what really helped me. Like I was in leadership programs, uh, black associate, black collegiate, like I feel like experiencing those kinds of environments really helped me get through college and really helped me with my development as an adult and my career path now. So I would say graduating from college, being in college, going to college is one of my biggest moments that I'm proud of myself about. It was so many times I wanted to drop out. Like, I ain't even gonna lie, but I said, nope. Let me continue. And I did. I <laughs> and look at me now. Outside with it. But no, to pick up to big to piggyback off what you said, definitely college helped a lot. Um like I um like me what I said earlier, me and my mom, we she even got herself together. We that's my look, we talk all, all the time. But I also have a guy mom who mm-hmm. is basically just like my mom too. So right. like, when my mama wasn't there, my guy mom was there, vice versa. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to her when I was thinking about moving to Atlanta, my guy mom. I'm like, you know, I'm a little scared to move to Atlanta by myself. I don't know if I can do this. She's like, look, you went to college by yourself. You did all this by yourself. It's just like college, but you're an adult now. Like, you got it. You know, you can, right. you can get through any obstacle. Because you went to college by yourself and you did that all by yourself. So college definitely teaches you survival skills on top of working mm-hmm. towards what you want. It does. And it, I didn't think at about least that it did for me. Said, yeah, I didn't think about that until she said, she said, you, you know how you're going to do good in Atlanta? Because you went to college and you 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 did it yourself. You you got through it all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but yeah, that's our question for the uh, day. You know? Yeah. If y'all want. Question. Yeah. If y'all want, y'all can send us y'all little responses to those questions via email, lzuppodcast at gmail.com. We want to know yeah. a little bit about y'all, too. We want to know Don't what y'all got scared. going on. Well, we just explained ourselves to y'all. Tell us what y'all Don't got going scared. on. Relationship, life, you know, we just here Don't to, you know, scared. help you. <laughs> I am in the background. Don't, Don't be scared. Be scared. <laughs> Don't be you scared. Put, you, you gotta put the K on it. It's K. <laughs> Don't be scared. Y'all already know St. Louis. Skirt. Her. Yeah, SKU. Y'all already know how we talk. For real, though. But yeah, we'll be back after this break. So hold on. All right, y'all. We back. As you know, we about to go ahead and wrap it up. At the end, we always try to promote things going on in St. Louis. A little different. What's new in the Lou? (laughs) What's new in the Lou? Okay, I like that. Okay. Come on, ideas. Come through. But (laughs) anyways, um, from April 15th to April the 25th, the Black Rep. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. The Black Rep is going to be continuing their season of virtual programming with a main stage production of Home. Home is a moving love story by American playwright and screenwriter Sam R. Williams streaming on Vimeo 
beginning April 15th, which is tomorrow and running through April 25th. So the um, nominated for a Tony Award and a Drama Desk Award, the play moved from the Negro Ensemble Company to the Court Theater on Broadway in 1980. So basically, Home tells a story of a farm by, of a farm boy, Cephas Miles, who has inherited the farm family. He's content working the land until the girl he loves leaves for college and marries someone else. I'm not going to tell y'all the whole story, but if you are interested in getting tickets, you can go to their website, theblackrep.org, or you can call the box office at 314-534-3807. It's streaming free on demand. They are suggesting you know, a $25 donation to help support, you know, the theater company and its artists, but, you know, that's your money. Do what you want with it. Yeah, that's about it. Go out and support the Black Rep. If you don't know, the Black Rep is a Black-owned theater company in St. Louis. It hires, uh, I want to say, if not only a Black majority of black, uh, big majority of black people. I said black majority of black people. (laughs) (laughs) We knew what you meant. (laughs) So yeah, go out and support the black uh, rep. It's definitely a cause that's worth calling. Yes. And just a little St. Louis thing. It was produced at the Edison Theater on the campus of Washington University. All right. So the next event we got coming up is the Luau and the Lou. That's okay. actually kind of catchy. Lou Allen. Yeah, Lou. I was going to say that sounds fun. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Right. But hey, for all you people, come out, well, all you students, come out and celebrate your spring break at St. Louis Union Station. And even if you're a student, just come out. Because they got fire and light shows daily. The St. Louis Wheel spins from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You get a 35 savings when you book all six attractions. And then you get a weekday. Animal Encounter is brought to you by the St. Louis Aquarium. Attractions and hotel packages deals start at 120 and join the St. Louis Aquarium for spring, for sting break. All guests, of course, are required to wear a mask. Hand sanitizer stations are located throughout Union Stations for your convenience. And tickets purchased are valid for 90 days. If you feel sick, come back when you feel better. <laughs> but no. I like that. Okay, so what it sounds like is it's like a little Hawaiian, a little spring break type feel in St. Louis. I don't know how the weather feels, but I'm pretty sure it should be hot right now. Um, It's 55 degrees right now. Oh, shit, it's 70 degrees. That's cold. <laughs> right, that's 70 cold. Years. But, uh, you know, the weather don't matter. You know, sometimes the wind be blowing at the beach. <laughs> but, yeah, just come out to the Union Station, have a good old grand time. And don't forget, right. masks are required. Hey, have a good old little time. So what's so crazy is how I was telling my story (laughs) about being on a riverfront. This next event is actually on the, it's called the St. Louis Riverfront Cruise. (laughs) Look, I was going to say in the, look. I was on the riverfront, but you can be in the river if you want to. Right, okay. On top of it, yeah. So this is the St. Louis Riverfront Cruise. So 
He want to relive the days when steamboats ruled the river on this one-hour cruise along St. Louis' diverse riverfront. So it's going to be narrated by the captain or a National Park Service ranger. And this cruise basically highlights the Mississippi River's important role in St. Louis history and the significance of the working river today. Um, there will be onboard concessions available. So this event will be held April 20th from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. It's a reoccurring event. Um, so I'm assuming that you can take this cruise often. You just have to look up and see what dates it's for. But this specifically is April 20th from 12 to 1.30. The tickets are ranging between $11 and $21. I would assume it has to do with the age and things of that nature. But if you do want more information about that, you can contact the Gateway Arch Riverboats. You can do that at 877-982-1410, or you can just visit the website, explorestlouis.com. Get on it. <laughs> and the last event we have for you tonight is Open Mic Night, hosted by Timmy Perry. So we got live music in the saloon every day and twice on the weekend. We range from blues, R&B, Motown to classic rock, live music, lovers, enjoy the artists performing in the Old World 1860 Saloon. Okay. With the hardwood floors and 100 plus years of old back bars, every musicians have entertained for years and has been voted a top open mic night in St. Louis by a live magazine. So, you know, you got something you, you want to get off your chest, a little poem, a little song, a little... Mm-hmm. Rise and dazzle. Make Down your way over to 1860 Saloon Game Room and Hard Shell Cafe at 1850 South 9th Street at St. Louis, Missouri, 63104. It don't it says uh six thirty to ten thirty PM. You know St. Louis got those weird times right now. So Right. Very yeah, weird. Get away you can. See, this is why I should have been practicing learning how to play the saxophone because I could have went and showed out. <laughs> right. They're gonna be like, who is that? Jazzy face. Just, just like you're supposed to be with Beyonce. Look, I'm weak. I wish. <laughs> As if. And that's all the events we have for y'all today in St. Louis. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Y'all already know. Make sure y'all hit us up on all social media platforms. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at L's Up Podcast. All right. And if you have any questions, hit us up in our inbox at lsuppodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's lsuppodcast at gmail.com. And always remember, keep, keep your, your L's, L's up. up.